welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Bad Friends Worst Critics, where I, Noah Davis, along with Lane Wilmum and John Pina, talk about everything from movies, music, video games, technology, and a little bit more. Today, oh, we actually got through that intro. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I really wanted to say something, so I just flipped you off yeah, instead, because okay. it was actually these. Okay, you, you didn't um... fuck it up too bad. <laughs> All right. Well, today we'll actually start with the news. Um, first off, we have a little troubling news, not really. If you're a fan of the Hulu show Castle Rock, that is too bad, because it got canceled after See, two uh... seasons. It's the three-season curse. Was Rock. that uh, loosely based on, like, Tyrion and his family from uh, Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh okay, sorry. No, sorry. Castle Rock was... Uh... Oh, you were telling me about this show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, too bad, I guess. Yeah, rip. Yeah, I guess yeah. I'll never watch it. Don't watch it now. Piece I doubt it had a real ending either. Because, Two uh, seasons. Well, it was it was like a uh, like an anthology, so it was like oh, the, I didn't the, know. yeah, the seasons were like connected, but like not really. Okay, uh, other streaming news: we have Judd Apatow uh, gave us his first details on his first Netflix movie that's under some sort of deal they have, and it's going to be COVID, COVID themed. I just want to talk about this because I kind of hate this trend already where Michael Bay had one I think that comes out soon now Judd Apatow there's a a show already on Netflix called like Social Distanced right? I'm sure Um, it's got it's got um, I'm forgetting her name now she's from uh, Orange is the New Black it doesn't matter it's uh, I I believe you but, point point being that I feel like that market is already oversaturated and I'm yeah. just like you know do we really one need more COVID related thing like is this I mean of course it's going to be because there's only been you know X number of pandemics in one American history and two like global you know written history that have made any serious impact I'm sure that this is important we'll put that in quotes here uh, to have documented what life is like or something but a sitcom let alone a movie yeah like what are you possibly going to capture that everyone goes oh this Joe Apatow one ignore all his other films this is the one it's going to be based on COVID a virus and it's going to be be a comedy there's going to be a hilarious gag with a zoom meeting it's going to be hilarious people not understanding each other because they've my internet (laughs) Okay. Do you think? Uh, what, do you think like a hundred years from now, though, people would be like, you know, what we haven't done in a little while, a Corona movie. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, into, I'm into that. It's like we we have movies like like every few years, it's like a World War II movie, and it's like maybe a hundred years from now, it'll be like every couple years is just a new COVID movie. It's like this I'm is totally this fine fresh. With that. <laughs> well, I mean. I feel like there will be some presidential movies, right? Like, oh, yeah. we we, oh, we, yeah. we we waited some time for the good Bush movies to come out, and now it'll be a matter of time. I don't know if they'll. I think COVID will be mentioned. I don't know if it'll be a COVID movie. <laughs> I think there'll be more pressing things to cover. That's you know until what? the next pandemic. You know, I just thought of this, and it would be really bad, and I I wouldn't like it. 
I, I would like it, but like if they did like the interview, but based on like Donald, like propaganda on like Trump, like for like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> A bunch of North <laughs> Korean guys come over. Well, no, no, it's just like the two. It's just <laughs> like it's just like James. It's just it's just James. Frank, I mean, that would be kind of funny too. But just like James Franco and Seth Rogen, just like reprising their roles and just like shitting on Donald Trump or something. I don't know exactly how it would work, but. I'm I would watch it. I'm watching Korean thing. I like the, the North, North Korean, Korean thing. Like, it's the, the exact there, same yeah. movie, but with the opposite plot. Yeah. Yes. Where, where, they have where to North come Korea over is totally <laughs> normal, and they're like, guys, we gotta, we gotta go into this fucking backwater country and take out their dictator. Is this, is this like a an idea? Should we do this? Yeah. Before someone should be jotting this down. For yeah. Sure. yeah. We should totally live stream the idea yeah. so nobody steals it. Yeah. Probably yeah. put it on this a is, podcast. Yeah. This is recorded. For sure. Also, uh, Disney announced that the new Lilo and Stitch live-action remake has found its director in John M. Chu, who recently directed Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, yeah. I guess, of course, we needed a live-action Lilo and Stitch. It was only a matter of time. I was blown up on Twitter. I was blown up on Twitter the other day for some reason, but I can't remember why. They were like not gonna they were gonna cast like a white person as lilo or something i don't know that's what it was that sounds like yeah. what twitter would be mad about i, don't know. I mean i'm cool I'll with be it mad honestly really S- seeing a little live, a lot about live action stitch yeah Let's see it the cg will be good i hope yeah that'll be cool uh, I thought you were saying you would be cool with a white person cast as. Oh no no no! no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's a hot take. I'll I'll, <laughs> no. I'll bite. A little too early for hot enough for that. No. Uh, okay, Disney also announced they were finally, finally rebooting Darkwing Duck. Thank you very much. You have to give yes. it the respect it deserves. Darkwing Duck. Um... I'm so intimately familiar. Um... Come on. Ducktales, Darkwing Duck, Tailspin. Duck-tail. I'm googling Maybe. it. Uh, Maybe it looks like something well, I would have seen once. It looks like yeah, I might have played a video game based on oh. this cartoon. Come on. We'll find that piece of news was just for me. Yeah, Solely for me. me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have the announcement of a new Tom and Jerry movie. I think mm. titled Tom and Jerry the Movie. Which is going to be a live-action yeah. animation hybrid set in Let's New York go. City, and it looks like something. Like Did like you? Do you all watch the trailer? You all watch the trailer? Yes, yeah. I saw Chloe Grace Moretz and Michael Pena act alongside Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yes, sir, dude. So I don't know if you all like this movie with Brendan Fraser, that Looney Tunes back in action or whatever it was called. I, uh, I never liked that. Mixed live action. I loved that movie. Mm. This is like that movie, but a million times worse. And they literally told Michael Pena to go and dial his Mexican up to like an 11. <laughs> and so now he talks like this hombre. <laughs> I'm honestly like, surprised he, it wasn't Stanley God. Tucci. I kind of expected Stanley Tucci as like the hotel management guy. I think I would have liked that better than them just like basically making Michael Pena unact, you know, take back some of his acting credibility. But, yeah, it looks like dog shit. Um, I'll watch it because <laughs> Tom and Jerry, but it, look, well, yeah. it, looks, it looks like one of the worst movies to come out uh, in a good little bit. Like, Fat Man's gonna be bad. 
but it's going to be amazingly bad. You know what I mean? The the yes, Mel Gibson yeah, Santa yeah. one. Yeah. This movie is going to be really bad, and I won't want to sit through it. Is I? And, it's, it's Warner Bros, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I still am not forgiving them for Scoob. So <laughs> I'll watch it just in hope that it makes my anger like deeper Subsided. for them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Um, <clears throat> I was gonna say, sorry, I had to cough. Uh, fucking, uh, oh, I'm gonna lose it. Animaniacs. Uh, I'm happy yeah. that Warner Bros. doing that because that looks really good. I thought. Yeah, that, that uh, reboot comes to Hulu here in a few. Yeah, weeks, weeks right? Yeah, like weeks, pretty yeah. soon. Really? Maybe oh. not even weeks, plural. Maybe I had, week. I had not heard of that. it was that. November. Really? Oh, it yeah. looks really good. Looks really, 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 really good. All right. Let's see. I'll definitely be checking that uh, out. Oh, it, the first episode airs tomorrow. Oh, it comes boom. out tomorrow. Perfect timing. You're welcome. I had to look <laughs> Go watch Animania. We are talking yeah, about that all, next, all, next all week. All 13 episodes. All 13 episodes. I'm binging. <laughs> all 13? All right. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Hulu, we have the movie The Mysterious Benedict Society, which I don't even know what this movie is about. I just find it interesting that it was initially scheduled to premiere on Hulu, but is now switched to Disney Plus. So I wonder how many Hulu Disney Plus movies they have that they can just switch over from the right, Fox right, right. deal. Right. How much leeway did they have before everything's over? On Does the, that mean? Uh, yeah, does that mean Disney is going to focus on mature things for Hulu and then keep the kid things, you know, bring them over the family stuff over to Disney Plus? That's kind of my th I think I think anything that's classic Disney Pixar is going on Disney. And I think it will be more indie stuff, people who like, you know, write a, you know, uh what's the word I'm looking for? Pilot script and get it greenlit. And they just want like a couple million bucks for the show. That's gonna go on Hulu type shit. And then you know whatever movie rights they buy that aren't Disney originals, that'll just get thrown on Hulu. But I don't think any big Disney stuff is not gonna be on Disney Plus for right. the foreseeable future. I I honestly think Hulu will be rebranded someday. I I don't know why I have that gut feeling. I just feel that. I mean, Disney... I, I don't even know why it's Hulu to begin with. Like, what does that even? Like, I don't. Yeah. I think TV when I think Hulu. I don't even know what Hulu really means. I just it means think Hulu. like, yeah, I guess. I guess. You get it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, speaking of streaming movies, Wonder Woman 1984 officially announced that it's coming to theaters and HBO Max December 25th. So I assume Warner Bros. is really, uh, what's the word for it, taking one for the team? There's, you know, kind of talking as, about, right, we'll put it right, on as, HBO Max. Right, as opposed to selling it, you mean? Yeah. You know, I mean, making all that movie money? Yeah, movie committing to money? the theater money, yeah. Right. Will, will that be worth watching? I never saw the, the first Wonder Woman. In like first one's all right. Okay. First one's totally fine. Not my favorite movie. Uh, pretty cookie cutter. Okay. Is, is the, what's the invisible ship called? Her invisible jet. Yeah. Is that, is that in the movie? I'm... Is that in the movie? No. No, I wow. don't believe that ever. Lame. Yeah, sorry. Uh, well, the first one's set in World War One. They hadn't had invisible jet technology yet. <laughs> All right, naturally. Uh, okay. Yeah, give it a few years. Uh, lastly, we have Twitch DMCA 
things happening. We have Twitch taking down a lot of streams and VODs due to music rights for video games and other random properties. They have been I think popping I saw... off. It's crazy. It, it's been it's been nuts. Like literally every content creation space that I follow, whether that be the content creator's Twitter, whether that be an actual live stream, whether that be a YouTube video, literally everyone is riding. Uh, and <clears throat> Really, what's been the craziest backlash is most of the big streamers are unaffected, but it's really funny that it actually fucks like with a bunch of small-time streamers and like mid-tier streamers who have, you know, hundreds to thousands of followers, but not like anything crazy. And literally, like all IRL streams have basically been canceled. Like you can't be in a restaurant that plays music, hmm. you know, like oh, yeah. like you like there's no music at all. Huh. It will instantly get taken out. And so people's like old vods that have like you know 20 views 15 years ago gone and like it's happening on youtube as well now too where youtube just changed their uh what's the word tos yeah they changed their tos i don't know if you all saw that but uh yeah now they're gonna put ads on non-partnered youtube channels and generate money off of them and because they're not partnered the individual can't make money off the ad yeah it's dope (laughs) i'm sorry it's dope. Um, it's dope. All hail our corporate overlords. That just that that makes me want to use Vimeo, and yeah. I don't even know what is even on Vimeo now. It's, well, it's crazy. Yeah, it's extra crazy because they're allotting like you get like three lifetime strikes before you get banned permanently, and so if you had like missed one of your vods that had like a ten second clip of the song, you're like, okay, yeah, I probably didn't play music in that vod, but you actually did. You just get like you know copyright struck for that, and that's on your like permanent record for Twitch, and then you have like, right. that, like that's one two, of three strikes. Yeah, two more lifetime strikes. They don't like go away. It's I don't know. I think it's a little overkill, but well, <laughs> the uh, the other crazy thing like along those lines too, uh, and Fantano of all people I know, I hate him, but I oh, must sure. mention him every episode. He's he's the Queeby of uh, me. <laughs> you know, no one gets Queeby. I get Fantano. Uh, but he uh, he was making a point about the YouTube TOS thing, and he mentioned uh, Bandcamp because Bandcamp, of all of the weird you know social media content creation things, it's kind of been the the weird hero that no one talks about as far as like content creators because musicians uh, they're actually having like a really professional uh, one like licensure stuff with getting actual music out there from. Again, people who are mostly unknown is kind of what Bandcamp's known for. But they're doing like a bunch of live concert and ticketing things through the platform that things like Twitch can't because of copyright infringement, etc. And that things like YouTube can't because, I mean, besides like, you know, John Legend streaming his like home concert or something, like who the fuck is doing anything on YouTube that a ton of people care about musically, if that makes sense? Like you just like, you know, watch music videos, but I can't think of a single time I've watched any live music on YouTube, you know? And so I guess Bandcamp is trying to like take over that role, and they've gotten like a ton of success since COVID. Um, but yeah, while everyone else is shitting the bed about music, I just thought it was funny that Bandcamp's actually like killing it. Because so I'm, Bandcamp is, like, I'm curious: are, are we going to finally see actual competitors to Twitch? I know Mixer tried, Microsoft tried with Mixer and wasted all their money. I would but... love it. I just think that there's too much money in Amazon and Twitch. It's just uh, yeah, the you just can't money. you can't you can't beat it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I would well, love uh, if there was one. But... I find it funny that YouTube's in the hot seat for their TOS stuff, and they're trying to get streaming up and going too. Yeah. So yep. it's kind of lose lose for everybody, but them for sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, well, that was the last of the news. Not a very oh, news heavy was week, was it? I'm pretty sure it was because we're not talking about the fact that it was the Grinch's uh, 20th anniversary two days ago. Oh. Shout out to the movie we're watching for Christmas. Spoiler alert. We're not. <laughs> it's the 20th <laughs> anniversary. We gotta do it. Nothing has been agreed upon. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just leave it out here. Definitely the last piece of news. Cool. Um,. I'll get started with what I did this week. Um, what did I watch? Dude, I watched it. We watched an episode of this show the other day called, I think it's called like 90 Days In or something. It's on Netflix. It's like a Netflix original, but it's like, I didn't want to watch this. Like Chloe had it on. I walked in and like we finished watching an episode, but it's like based on air. It's essentially like they have these undercover people going into like the prison system and like figuring, like getting in with the gangs and figuring out how they're like smuggling drugs in to the prison but it's, it's real like, it's real but it's there's no way mm. like if you watch it there's no like they talk about how like like one guy who was a cop in real life like gets in and like he immediately is greeted by the head of the you know like the the black gang he gets greeted by him <laughs> as soon as he walks in and then like the guy like immediately like takes him under his wing and is like He's like, man, you just stick with me. Like, I got you. And I was like, I don't think the gang leader of, like, any gang in any prison would just immediately, like, befriend whoever walks in. And I don't know. It's just, it's so, like, staged. Yeah, they're it's, friendly it's, people. Yeah, it's, there's no way. <laughs> I was like, stereotyping line. Okay. Okay. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but it's just so bad. Um, don't ever watch this show. Um, the movie, I watched the NBA draft. Um, anyone watch the NBA draft yesterday? It was pretty. Is that? Oh wait, is that were, you, guys, were you asking us? Yeah, I was asking, asking you guys. Oh, yeah, sports we, ball. Are we sports guys uh, here? I saw. Uh, yeah, LeBron James uh, picked uh, in the first round. Uh, yep. the quarterback. Quarterback, exactly. <laughs> first string. That's. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. That was pretty boring. Um, wait, did you not watch any Supernatural this week? We did watch Supernatural, um, and actually, as of today, Sam died Death? again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was talking to John about this. Supernatural would potentially be like one of my favorite shows of all time if it were R rated. If it were R rated, oh, yeah. I think. Like if if Eric Kripke could have done what he did with the boys to like Supernatural. Like first off, like if I could actually see what the monsters look like instead of like the demons all being like people that are mm -hmm. just possessed. I'm like, I, I want to know what the fucking demon looks like. They had, like, the one tease episode where, like, Dean was, like, close to dying, and he was, like, able to see, like, he could look at a person and be like, holy fuck, you're a demon. That's what you look like? But, like, you never get to see that. So, like, if they had the money for, like, better CGI, I guess, I don't know if that's the problem or if they just never, if they're just too lazy to work with it. I don't know. But between that and, like, I, I wish they were actually, like, cursing. I wish there were, like, more violent, like, fight scenes. Like, if it were, like, The Boys but Supernatural, it'd probably be one of my favorite shows of all time. But nonetheless, I'm gonna yeah. finish it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're gonna finish yeah. it? Yeah, we're gonna finish I, it. That's a quote. Yeah, I'm I gonna... need that in writing, actually. 
I mean, we're already a third of the How way through. How many seasons are there? Fifteen. All, the the series, the series finale, actually comes out today. Last episode's coming out today. Um, Wait, this show's still going on? Yeah. Ends, yeah. ends tonight. It might be. Yeah, already, uh, but... I'm pretty sure the season four, season five ending is technically where they thought the show was. Season going five to end. is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And but... yeah, yeah. And then so, they made it go off ten more years. Well, I think yeah, I think too. someone picked it up. I don't know if it was a different. I don't know. I don't know exactly. Yeah, that's all CW. That a CW? It's yeah, I was like, CW, that's CW, baby. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, as far as music, ton of good shows on the CW. Yeah, uh... Well, Arrow was Veronica on Veronica Mars. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> no, they're all pretty bad. Arrow uh, season one was okay. Dude, I really I made it to like season four, and I wanted to keep watching. I just hate the. Everyone in the show is a superhero. Everyone's a yeah. Everyone's yeah, yeah. a fucking. Super- yeah. He's a superhero. His girlfriend's a superhero. His girlfriend's Sister's sister, who he cheated on his girlfriend with, is a superhero. His little sister's a superhero. It's like, oh my god, stop the this. cop in town. He's a, yeah, superhero. a superhero. Yeah, his yeah. best friend's dad is a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, come yeah. on. Oh, that's got to stop. Anyways, um, I move on to music. Um, well, they, they have whose line is it anyway? That's what they got. That's CW's winning formula. Oh, right I was like, hey, what? <laughs> that's that's funding everything, every other project. <laughs> is that even still going? I don't know. Is it? Who cares? Who, I've who never knows watched who cared? It. What? I've never, I've never watched it. You never watched whose line is it anyway? Nope. I I don't even understand. I don't even know the premise of the the show. Okay, well, it's awesome, and you should watch it. Uh, the yeah, British version is pretty good too. Okay. Okay. Fucking British British version. Version. Uh, Is it on anything? Uh, HBO I Max, maybe. I think. HBO Max? I... Might be Hulu. I don't know, though. I'll, re- I'll, f- I'll figure it out. Whatever. Um, so, music. Uh, yes, sir. I listened to one whole album, other than the one that we'll talk Whoa. about later. Um, I found this band called Grandview. So, I found a, a few different artists through um, I Discover Weekly on Spotify, which is always such a... I love That's, like, one of my favorite things about Spotify is Discover Weekly. I actually feel the exact opposite. Okay, we should talk about that. I I, but... I use Discover I mean, Weekly, and I try to find new music from it, and it is very rare. I do. Yeah, I have. Uh, I'm not sure what it is. I'm not sure if it's my fault or not. But YouTube is usually better at recommending me new songs and artists than Spotify is. I don't. I can't. I can think of like maybe two songs YouTube has ever, but like Spotify week or Discover Weekly, there's at least one song every week that I save to like my daily playlist it's like and that's good that's good enough for me because I don't really need a whole lot of new yeah, music one's enough. Um, so I found this band called Grandview it's like punk rock but it's like the like not up tempo punk rock that we've listened to a few weeks or the past few weeks it's kind of like like all one tempo kind of like sadder stuff so would not recommend unless you're in the mood for that kind of thing uh the Grand View is pretty good. I like the album Everything Between Paint and a Wall. It's pretty They've good. They've got a really I'm I'm looking at what, what an album name. Yeah. Thirteen song two thousand two, ten song two thousand four albums, and then a twenty thirteen. Yeah. So nine years between their last two. And the, and they broke up since after that. Um but the twenty thirteen album is really good. I haven't listened to the two like really early two thousands albums. Um Found some other artists I haven't really dived into yet. Matthew Chain, I think is how you say his name. Sunsleep, those are a couple artists. I don't know if you, you guys have ever heard of them. Uh, Pine Grove, 
I have a few of their songs saved. I think John. Yeah, yeah, I think Pine I think of all of these, if you were to like one, if you wanted to listen to, I'd probably recommend Pine Grove. I've saved a few of their songs in the past, and I found another one this week. And what kind of music do they make? Like indie rock, alternative rock. Yeah, modern music. Yeah, mo- modern music. And he's kind of like got a like a distinct voice. Like, not com- I'm not comparing him to the front bottom singer, but like when I think of like, there are a lot of voices that sound the same in that genre. But then mm-hmm. you think like the front bottoms has a distinct voice. Right, I think very distinct. Yeah, yeah. I think Pine Grove's also got one. It's a little more distinct. So I, I'd recommend Pine Grove if you were feeling frisky. Um, feeling frisky. Other than that, I've been playing so much Breath of the Wild. Zelda Breath oh, of the yeah. Wild. So that? much. I hated it at first. I I probably bought it like a few months ago when we got the Switch, probably like this summer. I started playing and I was like, this isn't going to be my kind of game. Like, this is just like, you have the main quest and you could beat it as soon as you want to if you wanted to, like, go hard mode. And it's just, like, super open world. It's like, God, it, it was like, ah, yeah, I'm not really into this. And, like, a few days ago, I was like, well, maybe I'll just, like, pick, try it again. And it's just been nonstop. It's been, like, 12 hours a day playing this game. Like, my thing is, I could, I have been able to do the last boss and just finish the game but there's have you played the game Noah? uh no i've only my roommate played it okay so there are like these shrines that you can go around on a map yeah there are 120 total i really want to beat ganon at the end of the game Mm -hmm. looking like original link with like his armor you know the green but you you can only okay. do you can, I don't know why because I I've never played any other Zelda game so it's not like it's like a nostalgia thing for me but I just feel compelled to do this um, but the only way you get that armor is by doing all 120 shrines as of like two days ago I was at 39 I am currently at 84 maybe if you got I it's don't just, know fierce fierce deity link you can an outfit or, you oh, can okay okay yeah you have to cool. you can buy like the amiibos I don't know I think they're like little like collectibles but they have like a code that you can scan on them with your switch and when you scan them they give you in-game content so you can actually that's like the uh what's the spyro game where you can buy the little thing yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. skylanders but that's uh that's a cool idea that's pretty much been my week a lot of a lot of zelda uh mostly um john what do you got wow i see how it is <laughs> I feel like I always gonna. I feel like I always gonna know it first. We'll, we'll mix it up. I don't know about that. Okay, well, fuck you, John. Wait, we we'll save the best for last. No, 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 John. John All right, John. John we'll go, John. Uh, I watched, of course, the new episode of This Is Us. I can't wait to binge that one. I have to watch it as it comes out. Who man, it was a it boring good? ass episode. No. It was. It had moments of greatness, but they love to just classic family drama cock tease some new character or some new you know problem and then not fucking pay it off at all so i was dealing with that um and then i started ted lasso um the apple tv jason sudeikis plays like american football coach who gets hired on as a like joke to sabotage the team for an english premier league team and he's coaching a soccer team uh, and it's really good. I like it a lot. Uh, if any, if nothing else, Jason Sudeikis's character is wonderful, and it's worth watching the performance. Uh, it feels like a little bit of a caricature, 
but not in all of the American football tropes. In a, I'm like the most milk toast Southern white man, and I can do no wrong. Like, like I am such a happy, sweet tea drinking guy, mm. like down to earth, you know, salt of the earth kind of guy. Uh, I, a really interesting character, and he's so sweet, and you just want to pinch his little cheeks. I haven't seen him. I don't think I've seen everything that he's done, but I don't think I've ever seen anything that I hated that Jason Sudeikis was in. Yeah, I've definitely not Hall disliked pass. anything that he's in. Hall no, pass. I like Hall Pass. Mm. I like Hall Pass. Mm. I like Hall Pass. I actually don't know if I ever watched Hall Pass. Is that okay. the one? Mm. Let me let me double check before I misquote it. But is oh, that Wilson. the one? Uh, Tim and Owen oh, doesn't no. get a Hall Pass. No, that's not the one. I, what's the one with Charlie Day? Horrible Bosses. Oh, yeah. 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 Horrible Bosses. That also came out in 2011, didn't it? And Horrible Bosses 2 isn't good, so... Actually, didn't watch the second one. Yeah, because I was gonna say bend them over a barrel and show them the fifty states, but yeah, that's definitely a horrible boss's quote. All right, rest in peace. <laughs> anyway, uh, really good Jason Sudeikis performance. Um, I also didn't know this, but I was googling him today because I've been binging that show all day, uh, and uh, I guess him and Olivia Wilde got split up. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. yeah, rest in peace. I had no idea. I loved them as a couple. I thought they were cute as heck. I mean, she's way out of out of his league. Oh, I know yeah. for sure. But <laughs> it makes Jason Sudeikis even more endearing because you're like, clearly he's there got must something. Be something to him. <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> um, and then uh, I finished Umbrella Academy. It was kind of the only other TV I watched. Oh, uh, uh, the first season, the second season. Both both seasons. Oh, yeah, second how season. Is, should I even watch the second season? It's, it's worth watching. I think. I don't know if the show got better by any means, but the story was engaging enough and the characters started progressing a little bit that it was worth finishing for me. Like, I, I wasn't, like, so bored of it, you know? Like, I had a reason to keep clicking the next episode. Um, they decided to go with a really predictable kind of eye-rolling situation where you've kind of... They set up a question, like episode one, actually, like, first lines of dialogue of the whole show in the pilot and they decided to pay it off finally like second to last episode of the second season after never addressing it again and it's like it still leaves you with questions and you're kind of like why did you even bring i was cool with just never touching it and just leaving it a mystery and now you've ruined the mystery a little bit and i don't know i don't want to yeah. spoil it but you'll, you'll figure it out if uh, you end up watching the second season we can talk about right. it but um, it, but yeah, it's it's worth watching. Again, I don't think it's as good, one because it's not R-rated really, but two because the other show's just better. Uh, Doom but yeah, it's not Doom Patrol for sure. But it's it's worth watching. It's worth watching. Uh, I watched the new Kevin Hart stand-up also. I don't know if you all watched that or if you care about Kevin Hart at all. I haven't cared about yeah, Kevin Hart Netflix. since I was in middle school. But it's was Netflix. it good? I love. Like I like. Coach. Yeah, no. yes, yeah, 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 no. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> yeah, nah, yeah. Dane Cook is had his similar... time and place, and we should no. all move on. I was gonna say, it's similar in that he's one note, but I would say it's more like Gilbert Godfrey, where is you better it's... or worse, it, no, because it's like it's like a similar style every time you know what you're gonna get, <clears throat> but it's not old or stolen which was what dan cook's problem was oh. dan cook literally just like ripped people's jokes off and then literally just became unfunny because he couldn't tell his own jokes because none of them were his own that's true yeah 
Kevin Hart, maybe not the best person, maybe not the role model husband exactly, but definitely a funny fucking guy if you like the type of humor he presents every single time. And it's consistent. You want an hour of jokes that'll make you go, ha! It's, it's like, it's just, I just can't deal with like, <laughs> it's like over-exaggeration, like a lot of just kind of like yelling like, to get your reaction. That's the small person complex yeah. I grew up with, okay? You've met my dad. He's He's got that to a team. <laughs> That's the kind so. of humor I grew up with. I guess so. Um, but yeah, so that was okay. pretty funny. It, it wasn't great. It's not. I wouldn't even necessarily say it's worth watching if you don't like Kevin Hart. But if you've liked any of Kevin Hart's stand-up in the past, you will enjoy many of the jokes in that. Uh, and then I also watched Hotel Transylvania. I'd never seen it. Um, I've never given it the time of day. It's, it's fine. It It's literally one of the worst Adam Sandler performances I've ever heard. Thankfully, I didn't oh, yeah, have to see. Yeah, the Dracula. And right? it's like the memest caricature of an accent, but... Very Transylvania. Yeah, I, I don't even want to try to butcher it, because my butchering it will be better <laughs> than him doing it, but it's still imagine. pathetic and cringe. Yeah, it's just so bad. But the movie itself isn't bad. Actually, kind of run-of-the-mill plot, you know? You don't say. Ch- child child uh, kind of growing up in being uh contentious with the parents but you gonna watch the second one it's pretty good uh no I, i'm not gonna watch another it's like any out of sandler he's gonna milk it to death bro like he did it once it was good enough it was original enough like, i'm good and yeah but in the second one he wears swim trunks and stuff so they're probably on the summer vacation i just remember the trailer <laughs> awesome <laughs> well that sells it then adam sandler playing a guy who digitally is wearing swim trunks i, I should watch that for sure um music wise i listened to the new um bari album the uh zero fatigue associate of our boy smino um i don't know how much you all have listened to any of bari's music on his oh, own that's I not believe. a feature oh okay. i do not like it um, at all, uh, it, or something. it was, uh, and it's probably my most given out comment because I try to diversify my music portfolio in such a way that I can binge one artist who's got like a really wide discography. And if you are like the same every single time I hear you, I get really bored. And that's how this whole album was. And it was goddamn 18 songs and like. Mm-hmm. 40 minutes so they weren't even long mm-hmm. it was just it kept going track to track and the production would change by like you know 3 bpm and like what kind of 808 or kick was it and then other than that it was just like bars but they weren't even that good like the writing didn't feel crazy it wasn't smino like noir had a pretty that's that's hard to do though solid soundscape and every song didn't sound completely unique from one to the next like you had some flow and there was like a sequence to the album and this just was garbage um i don't i don't even know if i liked a single song like that was worth writing down that i liked it like some of them were i'm sure fine but it was hard to even tell like where one song began and the next one ended kind of thing so none of them got put on your playlist no no (laughs) um and then uh, I put the new Azizi EP to listen to, but I did not listen to it, uh, unfortunately. So that'll be for next week. I'm sure you'll talk about it, though. I saw you were listening to it, so. I will. 
Uh, and then I listened to those Femdot singles. The um... <laughs> I also. <laughs> uh, what were they called? Lifetime with Saba and Back Home. Um, yeah. yeah, you just covered my music for this week. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty. They were they were pretty good. I thought I thought the one with Saba better, but yeah. I just oh, yeah. I'm a Saba stan for sure. So no, I, I enjoyed the Lifetime one better, more. Yeah, but other than that, uh, I think that pretty much covers everything. I, I didn't really do too much. I watched a lot of TV, obviously. That was like a lot of shows. I watched like nine hours of Ted Lasso and uh, like 11 of Umbrella Academy, something like that. Before uh, we move on, I was just thinking, after you mentioned Kevin Hart, I wanted to ask, what do you guys is what do you guys think is, like, what is your favorite stand-up special? I guess it doesn't have to be like your favorite comedian. Uh, just like, uh, yeah, or, just like uh, what your favorite. I don't know. I don't know what's a better question. Oh. Your your favorite comedian or your favorite like one hour special overall. I want to okay. I want to say it's either Tom Segura or it's possibly Louis C.K. But you know, <laughs> uh, that's probably aged not super well. If I went back and watched that, but. uh yeah, it's probably one of those two. Okay. I'm just curious. I don't know what mine would be. It'd probably be like Tom Segura as I've, well. Yeah, I've Anthony watched Justin so many. Mick. Maybe. I think. Is that the guy you say we watched it and I don't remember We did. At all? We did. I don't remember that guy. It was so fucking dark, dude. It Anthony was Justin Mick, yeah. Yeah, it was. We were in Red Mile for sure, without yep. a doubt, and you were there. For I'm sure, pretty sure. I swear. But, I feel like I remember Noah being the one who told us. It. Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, because I because like I he looks like he kind of looks like bro. Noah, and I just Which remember. That's exactly I would it. That's exactly no. it. He kind of looks like Noah, and like the the humor is there. And I was like, I remember yeah. specifically the first time watching him, being like, I, it makes sense that Noah would recommend this to me. I do not. <laughs> I, that last okay. name Jessnick is not even. Okay, in my well, you have character. to you have to watch. Have you watched it since we've talked about it? Oh, the thought. Okay, well, please watch it this week, and then like tell me if something like clicks. I think it's thoughts and prayers. I think that's what it's called. Okay, it should be on yeah, yeah Netflix. Yeah. Oh um but yeah i would say i would say anthony justin like thoughts and prayers i don't think i've i've not heard such good dark deadpan humor that didn't come from like a friend's mouth just like spontaneously uh norm mcdonald Ooh, norm mcdonald he's up there too no norm mcdonald's a funny guy but like a whole hour <laughs> of his stand-up i've not ever thought was as funny as the one hour of anthony justin i laughed at every single anthony justin joke for yeah. sure like laughing out loud laughing um, so, so that one is definitely up there for that first viewing. Um, same with the Tom Segura first one. I don't think his other ones have been even remotely as funny. I think like the I second, know, the second one was okay, but yeah. Nah, like the but the first the, one you can't the, beat it. Porn and Spanish and yeah. the fucking. Uh, I mean, I've done this for like seventy-five years. <laughs> You're just like, nah. There's okay, just yeah. too many quotes from that first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's. <laughs> That's basically Hunter. That's basically Hunter's entire vocabulary. Is that first stand up? Um, but yeah, those two, and then arguably number three, and these are in no particular order, just from like memory. Whichever Dave Chappelle Netflix one, where he's in the uh, green jumpsuit. Um, he's talking about like fucking uh, 
juicy smolier <laughs> fucking <laughs> that's so good dude like he's just so incredible um but probably those three if i had to guess but for a segment for like a specific joke i definitely have that one and it's a robin williams skit about golf i remember lady showing it to me and i still go back and like watch it regularly it's so goddamn hilarious i want to say it was like an old hbo special he did um but it's so fucking funny. Uh, if you get a chance, Rob, Robin Williams on golf. It's about See, like yeah. the history and inception of golf, like who invented the sport. And it's just like he totally ad-libbed it on stage. And it's so good. See, I don't really watch stand-up all too often unless it's a very specific right. mood I'm in. Mm. So I don't really discover new comedians at all, really. Um, I, I, I take it – I, I want to put an honorable mention category – One's a nostalgia, and one is not really comedy, but I've mentioned it before. It, it is definitely stand-up, but it is – it's that Hannah Gadsby one uh, is the honorable mention where she starts a stand-up routine and then basically goes like, all right, now I'm going to talk to you about something serious. And it's not really comedy anymore, but it's like really poignant and interesting that she like decided to just fill the half hour, 45 minutes with – really interesting i mean and there were jokes don't get me wrong but it really was not a traditional stand-up special and it was really really good hmm. um and i forget what that one's called let me google it really quick I think I've, yeah I think been... I've not seen it but i've seen uh it's called nanette um highly recommend highly highly cool. recommend uh and then the other one shout out was uh dress to kill eddie izzard uh just nice. for the nostalgia factor so funny um you know who eddie izzard is the hmm. British uh, transvestite guy. Yeah. So fucking funny. Um, so many quotables from that one, at least in my family, for whatever odd reason. Cool. But yeah. There's a little Shout tangent. To, I just, uh, yeah. Thought it would be worth talking about. comedy. Cool. All right, Noah, tell us what you got. Yeah, my turn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I started watching, uh, well, I only watched the pilot for John C. Riley and Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric. Uh, their new show on. Stars, Showtime, Stars, one of those on one of those uh, called Moonbase Eight. It's a comedy series where they're training to go to the moon, so they're just out in the mm. desert pretending to be on the moon, and it's not funny. Really? Well, it was yeah. written by Fred Armisen, also. It's yeah, he's funny. in it too. He's in it too. Um, and it's at least the first Probably episode. Showtime. Yeah, may maybe the season gets better but that was not funny and for a comedy i feel as if the pilots probably should be funny i don't know uh i also started and finished the season three of young justice the dc animated mm -hmm. teen titans justice league kind of thing going it I really don't want to hate on it because there's no other show like that. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no Justice League Unlimited anymore or Batman the Animated Series. So I don't want to hate on it purely, or purely due to the fact that it ties in all these DC Comics things, all, this, all these references, the canon, you know, just the universe in itself. It's pretty impressive and all that, but the story and the new characters just aren't half as good as the first two seasons which i highly recommend um season three just didn't really cut it for me what's that called again young justice, young justice. 
think I yeah will the first two seasons it. are fantastic i would definitely recommend but season three is pretty pretty mids uh we also uh, oh yeah 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 i uh, watched reno 911 <laughs> and then watched to the point where the movie came out <clears throat> so i also watched the movie it's not that good it's okay it, it doesn't even feel like a long episode it just feels like a less funny long episode in a weird way hmm. uh, oh, are we gonna shout out Quibi here is this where we plug it <laughs> I, well no I was about to say I'm almost to the point where I need to watch the Quibi episodes Right, right. I, I think I have one more season and then I need to watch somehow get a hold of have... the Quibi episodes get, get that get just Email the uh, CEO, ex-CEO, and be like, yo, you got that Google Drive set up for me, dog? <laughs> I gotta watch these episodes. Uh, uh, that's pretty much it for movies and TV. Uh, video game-wise, I've been playing Black Ops Cold War and hating my life because Too I don't sweaty. know what it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know if it's the game, but I feel like an elderly man who can't see anything and has no reaction time. Yeah. Because kids are destroying me. Kids I mean, are, absolutely. They're built different nowadays. <laughs> it's, it's literally yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever played a video game and just thought to myself, oh, I'm incompetent. <laughs> like, there's no, I can't do anything in that video game. And it's almost emotional for me. Yeah. Because I just suck. Like, like Maddox is just better than you. Period. I bet you money, Max. My <laughs> nephew, my nine, eight-year-old nephew would probably be way better than me at this video game. Rip. It's not fun. It's not fun for uh, old people like ourselves. I felt that yeah. with one of the, I don't know if it, it was before World War II, I can't remember which one came out, Black Ops 4, I don't, I don't know what the order was, but there was one before World War II that I played and I was like, I, my KD was like 0. 0.6 or something. I was like, yeah. nope, I can't do this anymore. I'm just out of it. And then I started yeah. playing again. Like World War II was okay. And then Modern Warfare, like multiplayer, I was fine at. And so I'm like, hopefully the trend, like I, I kind of dipped down. Hopefully we can kind of like get back to the 2009 MW2 days. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But Modern Warfare made me feel rusty. Uh, I was, you know, mm. just chalked it up to new Call of Duty. It's been a while. Right. And then this absolutely destroyed my sense of uh, <laughs> skill. <laughs> Anything like that. Uh, well, John, you kind of covered most of my music. But I did listen to Azizi Gibson's new EP, which there's not much I can say because I feel that I have a biased opinion when it comes to ZZ Gibson. That's half the point of the show though. So yeah. You know, right. uh, <laughs> I'll listen to anything that man puts out, but I will say the CP is not the strongest. It's not the strongest. He's definitely had way better in the last year. Even is the, is the production classic as easy? Oh yeah. It's even more classic as easy. Cause it's <laughs> <Really>? commandy. Yeah. <laughs> commandy produces two of them. Uh, 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 uh. So it's definitely, classic is easy uh it's there's one i think awesome is easy song on there but nothing really crazy nothing to write I, all i got to was the titles i didn't get to listen to any of the songs but i went this looks like classic is easy the artwork is fire yeah. like i think i'm gonna probably like it when i eventually get to it but like anti-simp squad cornball which he should have called he should have called it anti-symphony but okay but 
I would have chuckled at that. It's a, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot him a tweet, tweet or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let him know. Let him know. Might be your fucking publicist. That's definitely it for this week in movies cool. and stuff. Really? That was, a, that was a light week, I feel like. You'll I, forgot to mention, I forgot to mention, I don't know how often you guys, I don't know if you guys like podcasts or anything, you know. Not really what is a podcast? Right. <laughs> I mean, not really. Um, <laughs> No, so like the only podcast I really listen to is this one called My Brother, My Brother and Me. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. I think Spotify's um, recommended it. me. I listened to about like 10 hours of that this week, like 10 episodes. Um, the guys are originally from Huntington, I think. I think they have since moved away, like Cincinnati. I think one might still live in Huntington. Because but, they're smart. Right. But um, – yeah, it's it's cool. It's like really really popular, and they talk about you know Huntington a lot or like West Virginia sometimes. So it's cool. But uh, yeah, if you're ever like bored of everything else to, that you have on your agenda and you want to listen to something else, I'd recommend that podcast. It's super funny. Apparently, in 2010, it was consistently listed among the top 10 comedy podcasts on iTunes. So oh, wow. it's li- <laughs> it's like one of the funniest things I've ever listened to. It's so funny. Okay, but, hold on. Before before we move on, I know I know we have to move on, uh, but I need to after to. after something, I guess an event that happened this past week. I need to talk about how everyone at home, talking to you guys, needs to go on their TVs and turn off uh, motion sensing, smoothing, frame smoothing motion smoothing anything uh, any of that any word about? that says smoothing yes please turn that off the thing where it makes like every show look like uh the daytime soap opera, soap opera. yeah oh i just thought that was like just 4k that's just no it's oh, okay no go to your tv and go to motion smoothing frame smoothing do that i will give this tangent every year on this podcast like, i'm totally on board i hate that shit like i hate time. yes like, i hate time. looking at that shit no but why i talk about it is this week or last week i fixed it at a friend's house and then he told me his girlfriend changed it back i was like no nobody prefers <laughs> no. that only people who watch soap operas prefer right that. nope she she said it looked funny and i just i need to you tell everybody at home Yes, God. everybody at home, all you listeners and viewers, turn that shit off. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that yeah. was even a setting you could turn off. Yeah, that's the, I don't smoothing. have 4K in on anything, but if I did, yeah, I would. Well, I guess now is it just like newer TVs in general have it? Yeah, the last, or... yeah, the last like ten years of TVs. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it says uh, motion smoothing can make even classic gritty looking films have the soap opera. Oh effect. my god. So, yeah. That blows my mind that that's even possible. Like, uh, oh my god, that's sickening. Yep. yep. So yeah, that's that's all I want to say. We can move on. All right. Well, that brings us to uh, both the <clears throat> Mister Finish Line album by Wolfpack and the Seventh Seal. What what's the year? Nineteen fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Fifty-four. Oh. Fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Oh, sorry, I googled it earlier, but I forgot to write it down. Yeah, nineteen fifty-seven. I did it. Nice. Uh, wait, uh, Google says 1957. Release date says October 13th, 1958. Ah, I don't well, know. You know. Close enough. American release date, maybe. Right, right, right. Maybe. And maybe anyway. back then, they didn't really release. You know, mm-hmm. they played like one movie at a time. <laughs> you got a you preference uh, which one we... 
nope. coupon first. Uh, let's do music. I feel like the movie would take longer, so let's do music. Maybe. All right, all right. Yeah, let's do music first. Lane, yeah, Lane, bake it, bake it away. You got it, Lane. I love this What's album. Your... I don't. Yeah, oh, oh. we know. Yeah, I like this album. Uh, Birds of a Feather, the number one track, is in my top five favorite songs of all time. I somehow knew that, and I feel like we haven't talked about it explicitly for some reason. Yep. I mean, it's uh, it's on my good song side nope it's like top five for me it's i love that song so much go listen i li- did you do, I do it this. for like a performance or like think about using it for a performance or something mm, possibly. maybe way back in the day i feel like i've i do the whistle part a lot it we've talked about it maybe i don't know anyway uh-huh. yeah I, I like that song i didn't yeah. even put it in my favorites from the album though really okay it, I it seemed it was, like a I it good. seemed like a good tripping song <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's yeah, the whole comment yeah, on yeah, the album. Yeah. Well, on that um, song, on that song specifically. I know. I meant Elaine. He's like, that's my favorite song of all time. <laughs> that makes the album great. I mean, I Job think all of them. <laughs> First track, I knew I was in. I mean, basically. I mean, like, I like all the songs. There's not a song on. There's like maybe one song on here that I would say that I mildly dislike. But that's like if 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 like if five is like neutral, it would be like a four. So it's like slightly under neutral about it. So which which song is that? Uh, I think it's Wolfpack. Yeah, fuck that song. Yeah, fuck that song and fuck Tea Time. I put boring AF on that song. Yeah, me too. I said, why do you not have lyrics? Tea Time was awesome. Yeah, yep. uh, you know what? I'll I'll take the reins if. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. he, he seems done. I don't like Captain okay. Hook that much either, but. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll start with hey. Captain Hook. I'll start with I Captain like Hook because I didn't like it at all. It's because okay. It's one of those, you know, where we talked about uh, Deontay Hitchcock's songs. Some of them just seem silly. Mm-hmm. In like the yeah. wrong way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what Captain Hook was. It felt like a uh, idea. It felt like what if Kevin Smith made music? Mm. Okay. <laughs> like he he took an idea and then was mm, let's make five minutes of this. Yeah, even though it's a under three minute song. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> uh, I also did not enjoy Business Casual. It felt like Jackson Five, but it felt like Jackson Five, but in a Wolfpack album. This so, was weird. So better. Jackson 5 gotcha I don't know the reason I don't like this album at all really uh, is because this band is talented because they obviously have songs where I'm like oh damn these guys know their stuff they are competent at you know creating music but listening to these songs on this album was not an enjoyable experience for me not that kind of experience. I feel like yeah, I could have, uh, and like I, I feel like I could have picked, if I had the option to pick with one album of theirs or pick like a couple of songs from a bunch of albums, I would have given you that because I think that if I don't yeah. know, and you could do that for any artist, you could be like, well, let yeah. me just pick and choose the best say, songs. Yeah. But like, yeah. I really feel like that's a case with Wolfpack. Is like, I would never like, there, there's probably at least one or two songs on each album. That I have in my daily playlist that I could just listen to every single day. Uh, I could not baby, listen to Mr. Finish Line every single day, but like Birds of a Feather, I could. Baby, I don't know, sounded like an Elton John song. It sounded like Benny and the Jets. It was it about did. to turn to Benny and the Jets, <laughs> yeah. and then it never did. 
<laughs> it just never wait, wait, did wait. anything. So you all don't like Mr. Finish Line and you don't like Baby no. I Don't Know? No, I, I, like, I, like, I like both of them. Yeah. I like Mr. Oh. Finish Line. I just I meant as the like album. Yeah. Because in my likes are literally Captain Hook, Mr. Finish Line, Baby I Don't Know. <laughs> so those are, my, <laughs> those are my three favorites from the album. So I just thought uh, it was funny. It just... It, it, and a lot of the songs almost feel like video game loading screens... But this is a little uh, bit of like a okay. retro no charm, thing. Yeah. But there's no charm for me. It felt like video game loading screens, but I'm not playing a video game, and they're I'm not watching loading screens. Okay. So I just I did not vibe with this album at all, other than Birds of a Feather and Mr. Finish Line. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I I felt pretty good about it in the sense of once again I'm happy it's an album made by competent musicians. I always like that. Yeah. It wasn't super long. Yeah, and that was nice. That was actually nice. It made me go, I want to listen to more of their music because I'm sure there's more stuff that's good here if I just like dissect some of their other albums, uh, which I like, obviously. I like finding good new musicians. So I was happy about that. But yeah, on the whole, I thought, eh, it's a fine album. I, I wouldn't... If, if I were a rating man, I wouldn't rate it. Uh, because I wouldn't care enough to rate it. It's basically my. I'll take my, that. Other than uh, like over like bad ratings, I'll take no ratings at all. Right. Yeah. It's like like it was lukewarm. It was fine. I didn't care enough to make it like it, I didn't have to go. This needs a two, you know, or it right. needs a ten. I went. It's somewhere in the middle, and because of that, it's not worth deciding what it was. I do highly recommend if you do like dive into some of their music, um, definitely, and if you like live music, um, not everyone likes live music but like if you like the recordings of live music definitely check out the madison square garden uh that album I like, is it, it depends on you know it's who's it's, doing it but I, I feel like they sound like a band i would like a live recording of. oh wait what do you guys think of the song hero town oh i love it yeah yeah because the, I, the guy featured on there is the drummer <laughs> and so it's like like a featured drummer and he's just like the video is really good too um, it, it sounds like the the title and that the what's the, is it the baseline i don't know what it is the maybe the melody makes me literally think of like the dude just had a sick day at the job five o'clock he's like just fucking punched out and now he's just like walking down the street in manhattan and that's what he's bobbing his head to yeah, it's like I... the hero's anthem as he's like in the opening montage the 15 minutes where you're getting the character background like that's what that sounds like See, I put, uh, what if you just waited for Billy Joel to start singing? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I Oh my God, dude, song. tangent real quick. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, so for a long time, when I go to, like, when I lay down in bed, I will put on, like, it's been the office for a long time because I just, I, I like having noise yeah. when I go to sleep and Same. the office is something I could just put on and like half pay attention to and laugh when i hear something so it's like 90 percent of america right (laughs) so but but so recently it's like all right i've done this now like three times in a row um so before that it was like it's always sunny three times in a row so i was like so now i kind of have like gone back to it's always sunny but i've started community from the beginning as well um and i haven't actually watched a lot of community i've only seen like like my roommate's you know a few years ago would like watch it every day and i would like watch kind of if i would like walk into their side of the room random clips and scenes and it's so funny like have you guys watched community i I rewatched it last year two years ago 
so I, I just i don't know because like i have i, I haven't watched know. i haven't watched it so i don't know but it's so funny like pierce shits on billy joel like every couple like that's where i'm at in the first season i just started the second season but in the first season he, he shits on billy joel like every couple of episodes about how like he's a terrible songwriter or something right right because, was... he's a, because he thinks he's a better songwriter <laughs> yeah you saying that just made me think i, I started watching community so yeah. yeah community great show yeah. 10 out of 10 every season i don't care what noah says about the yahoo <laughs> yeah the... every season every i, I season. know it every season <laughs> all right season. all right no 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 okay don't we they want like tangent. we can do a tangent here don't they like in yeah. the later season like when dan Harmon comes back don't they like break the fourth wall a little bit about how it was bad when he was gone or something i mean they make like one joke one joke yeah okay. Yeah, uh, I think the last season is especially atrocious. Really? And then I think season four without Dan Harmon is just as bad, maybe worse in its own way. Maybe they're they're both worse, but for different reasons. Okay. One just oh. happens to have Dan Harmon. <clears throat> okay. Another small segue, because we talked about fourth wall breaking, and that just triggered something that I literally <laughs> just watched like two hours ago. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion on oh, HBO really? Max. Mwah chef's kiss quality if you want to uh cry about uncle phil being dead or reminisce about the best episodes of the fresh prince highly recommend uh how, c- how come his dad didn't want him though same <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they obviously touch on that scene yeah uh, that's the best I, fucking scene no that's not true at all a hundred percent as someone who scene. just rewatched it maybe three months ago that's the only scene i remember really well, there was that one, because specifically because I was going to mention the fourth wall break, where uh, Will breaks some news, I don't even remember about what, to Carlton. And Carlton literally, uh, fucking Alfonso, literally just starts running around the entire set. Like, he leaves one door <laughs> and then runs around the back of the stage and comes in the other door of the house when it's supposed to be, like, obviously this huge mansion. Uh, and then he, like, literally starts running up and down the live audience stage, and the cameras are still rolling and just, like, recording him running across <laughs> stage. And you're just like, excuse me? Did it show and, the... Oh, uh, I was wondering if they talked about the uh, meta joke when he goes back to Philly. No? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, well, long story short, they go to Philly, and they talk to the people from Will's childhood, <laughs> and they're like, Who's that guy? And he's like, you know, the guy from the theme song that beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, and that show had a lot of fourth wall breaks. Like, I think it was one of the only sitcoms I watched growing up that had uh, the constant, like, I guess it was ironic, but it was like, you felt like you were part of the show because they just went like, and now we're gonna do this thing where i look at you because i'm nervous as fuck and like you know like like i remember there's a scene like will's on a date or something girls like what the hell are you doing looking at that other girl like elbows him in the arm and he just like looks at the camera like oh i got caught red-handed like it feels like a like a looney tunes moment or something where you like you just get pulled out um yeah real real good anyway uh finish line yeah heck album uh but yeah any any other final notes if you like it I check it check out in. msg definitely recommend but that's it okay um so how about this fucking movie i <sighs> love I can, it i can i can, I can uh... you loved it i i that's... really like it and i can't i can't figure out why the whole time i was watching it i was like i don't like this aesthetic 
I don't like, I don't know, I don't like the black and white is one thing, but like, I'm just so into like more contemporary and newer stuff. Like the guy gets stabbed in the face and he just like, you hear like a cuts and you hear like, ah, like a, like a half-assed, I don't know. It's like that shit. Like, and I get for its time, it was fine. But like, for me, I'm like, nah, I'd, but like for whatever reason, I really, really like the movie. Um, uh... Yeah, okay. Uh, I might have mentioned, this might have been a pre-episode, but it might have been episode one, where I mentioned that I like when things outsmart me, movies and TV shows or otherwise, whether it be, uh, you know, a twist or whatnot, character motivations. This movie did that with the plot itself, where he's playing chess with death, but then it did nothing with that, and that pissed me off the whole time. Because it had, like, if you, like, this, just the sentence, playing chess with death, is one of the coolest things I've never thought of. Yeah. And then it gives you maybe five minutes of that, maybe ten minutes total. Yep. I get which... why they did it that way, but I think if the movie were to be remade, like, now, I feel like they could go, like, real crazy with playing chess with death and then, like, making an actual plot out of that. I, I honestly wish it was less metaphorical hmm. which I could because I assume the chess game's a metaphor for all the characters and such I mean that's just kind of what I was getting or what I thought they were getting at so I wish it was less of that in a way even though I'm one for subtlety you thought there was you thought this movie was subtle no 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 I won't... oh, okay okay I was like wait <laughs> am I misunderstanding because I was like one of my biggest qualms was, yeah, it's a super interesting idea. Like, basically, the whole premise is, like, the main character is struggling with his, you know, faith and identity and simultaneously literally battling death, you know. Uh, but it was anything but subtle. Literally, every scene ended with that same meme, actually, funnily enough, of the fourth wall weird break where you stare into the camera and give a monologue. Like, every scene I felt like ended that way. The only scene I can think of that didn't by the character who was like the main character in that scene was when the uh, actor jester dude is getting like called out by the guy whose wife's left him at the tavern and he's mm -hmm. about to kill him or whatever. And then he like flees and then the squire comes in and makes the dude blind. And that's like the only scene I can think of that didn't end with someone going like, and that was when the heavens and the trumpets and heaven and hell opened up. And I was just like, oh, I don't care about any of this, man. And I don't know. It was hard for me to watch, actually. I had to pause it halfway through and give some time and then finish it the other half, which I rarely do. Okay. Nah, I don't um, have to do that. Yeah, I don't get that. Uh, I want to talk about my boy Jans, who uh -huh. absolutely loved his character. Yeah. I mean, the second I you saw him... The second he talked, the second he did things, this first scene, you're like, oh shit, I know who this guy is. There's mm -hmm. nothing like, mm -hmm. and I really appreciate a character like that, whether they're good or bad, whatever. If they're so direct and defined mm -hmm. that I just latch onto them, that's always a good thing. And that in right. itself kind of carried the movie a little bit. Jan's kind of carried the movie. He definitely a bit. did. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I didn't really understand was at the very end, like, why they all had to die. Am I missing something? Because, like, it was... Plague, I assume? Well, I no. Guess... Well, no. 
see, no, this is where I thought it was actually subtle. Because I think that's a metaphor for the chess game. Like, he's the king. And, you know, all the other pieces fall with it. Mm. See what I'm saying? Maybe. Maybe. All the I other things are pawns. I didn't actors, really think there was like, like I the thought like the bishop, you know, who's kind of unpredictable. Yeah, I, I guess that that's makes where sense. I think the metaphor comes in. I thought the chess game was very literal. Like there wasn't like I didn't really think that deep into it. I thought he's literally just trying to play a chess game, and then right, he he like is confessing. You know, he's like confessing about his faith, and he's like, "Well, I'm going to beat death because this is my strategy." And death's like, "Gotcha, bitch, it's me." And so, like, Death actually knew how he was, like, gonna win. And so, at that point, it's just like, well, he's like, what can I, like, what is, because he talks about, he's like, I want to do one more important thing in my life before I lose this game. And that was, like, getting the people through the forest. And then, because, like, the actors, they see him, like, playing with Ch Death. So, like, if we stay here, we're gonna fucking die. And so, they get out. He lets him get out. It's like, I think that was, all like, super literal. Just, like, he's actually just literally playing chess with Death. Right, I, I I think he is, but I also think he's fighting for the whole group, okay. as we see with them all dying. Well, I mean, I thought the fighting with the group was obvious too, because like death makes the reference of like I'm taking you all, and then even uh, what's his name, Joff, Yoff, the juggler dude. Oh no, yeah, no, no, juggler, Yoff, <laughs> juggler. Yoff. Juggler, I want. Yeah. <laughs> that just, was. Hilarious. I can juggle like that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Two bags, but yeah. Uh, well, that guy with his like ESP shit. Um, you know, he saw death and him playing chess, and then he was like, "We gotta get the fuck out of here." So he did, and that's why, the only reason why they lived. Right. Because I'm pretty sure, like, literally a scene or two before that, death was like, "Yo, I'm killing all your asses." And that's. Yeah, it just well, doesn't make sense. True. Like, why? Why did death? do that though was he just like pissed? plague bro plague. i mean I, I the plague but like there was no like real indication that any of them had the plague i um, really think it's just he was the king of his side of the chessboard all the pieces fall with the king king dies i, I, I buy sense. that one also yeah that makes sense but um, and you could even argue some, I mean, you, you could, I guess you could argue <clears throat> that the actor who can see things is a knight because he can jump over things, yada, yada, kind of escape. I mean, I no, feel like sense. there's a metaphor somewhere. No, 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 that makes sense. I mean, there's a well, reason why people think this is like one of the best movies of all time. And I think uh, maybe because those shots, I yeah. think those shots were fucking fantastic. Yeah, I have a thing. Go ahead, John. No, well, mine's going to be a long tangent, so oh, okay. go ahead. So, did you know that the Vatican has, like, a list of the greatest movies of all time? Like, they have, like, three... Yeah, they have their own list of, like, the best movies, and they have three categories. One's, like, religion, one is art, and then there's a third one that I can't remember. Um, but this one falls into... John's looking it up, I think. Um, Maybe that's where the suggestion like... should come from. <laughs> <laughs> Let the Pope pick our movie. Uh, hey, I'm cool with that. Do, there are like a lot of good movies on there. Uh, yeah, it's religion, values, art. Yeah, and I can't remember. I think I guess this one is religion because it talks about like. Nope, it's under values. Values. What the actual fuck? It's crazy. Yeah, it, I it, yeah, I didn't know. It. Like I found it after I was like reading shit about the movie after I watched it. Um, it's a cool thing. If this movie was HD and shot today, I think those shots would just be wallpaper worthy. Yeah. But yeah. since it was, you know, right. five by four, old school, 
And it's kind of like, oh, okay, it's a square. Yeah. It's a yeah. square, yeah. And, <laughs> I don't know. I just... I get why it's praised, but... If I had seen this in 1957 or whatever, I, you best be known. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think even in, like, the 60s and 70s, there's still such, like, a limited pool of, like crazy mind-blowing movies yeah you know that like, like that's why star wars was hailed as like this fucking crazy thing that everyone who was making it was like this is retarded and then yeah. everyone when it came out was like holy shit what is this thing yeah. uh because there's just like there's very little deviation from the formula and that's true of hollywood today they've just shifted what the formula is and so uh i was reading up about like why ebert thinks this is like one of the best movies ever made or Ebert? Ebert? Ebert. Ebert. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and, you know, I'm a sucker for people who are particularly articulate um, when it comes to, you know, their descriptions of things, even if it's like some exact same opinion I have, and especially when it's nuanced, um, which is actually kind of one of the reasons, obviously, I like talking about things like this. Um, but he was talking about how a lot of movies today focus so much more on people talking than people doing something and they yeah. focus so much more on like you know if it if, if the question if the core identity of a film the major theme is like what does it mean to be a man or you know why does god exist it's like people talking about why does god exist it is not like here's things you know in my daily life as a man that i see making god exist and this movie is the exact opposite of that this movie is like very much we're going to show you everything and we're going to talk less and we're going to have these weird like one-on-one -on -one stare downs at the camera monologue like theater style and of course the core essential plot of the movie is like the guy's identity with you know god is like his major plot the main character and then obviously the plague and everything else about being a fucking medieval knight but yeah it was like a really interesting read um and i would recommend reading it if you like reading movie reviews because i was like well i get it i get why people like this but for all those same reasons i kind of go meh I like uh, it's almost reminiscent of when i watched 2001 for the first time after seeing things like event horizon and interstellar right Mm. where you're like okay i know this was first but i've right. already it seen it before <laughs> right. right someone did it better <laughs> yeah which yeah okay right and i th i think it's the exact same way but um there's some interesting perspective at least that's that's an interesting thing to think about in like 100 years if someone's like oh let's watch the this old shitty classic movie interstellar when they're all like living on mars already and shit and they're like they watched that and they're like, wow, this is what they really thought space exploration was like. Idiots. Yeah. <laughs> they thought love and time were interconnected. <laughs> love transcends time and right. space. It's not connected. It transcends it. <laughs> uh, and the only other thing, the so again on the end, was yeah. it's weird that the girl, like the housekeeper girl, didn't say anything until the very end and she has like the last line she says it is finished and then they all die or whatever like i don't was there any like reason why she was the one that said that like i don't really well, I, I thought her character was supposed to be like mute like not that she 
wasn't talking. Well, yeah, I, I, th- I think so, too. Ability to speak. Yeah, yeah. So, regardless. So I assume that was just like a, well, she's about to die. This is like an extraordinary moment because death is literally in front of them. Okay. Here's some extraordinary thing. I, I don't think there was a reason. I think it's like an artistic choice right. to go. This okay. is a crazy, you got to suspend your fucking disbelief for a moment. So we're going to make it even crazier. Makes sense. And I think that's the whole movie. Yeah. Same thing with the camera staring. Same thing with the fucking <clears throat> um, visions that the guy has. Like, of course, ESP isn't a thing. Like, he's like, I saw the Virgin Mary playing with Jesus. Also. Oh, yeah. I forgot that was. He, what that meant. So he, like, did see that, right? Yeah. Like, that was. I think that was just hallucination. Yeah. Well, but he sees like death. death leading them, right? No, I oh. think it's real. Yeah, yeah. he sees it. Yeah. I think in the context of the movie, I think yeah. it's real. I guess it's real, yeah. I, I was, I had to take a moment and say, he was talking about her brown hands. And that was like the whitest Swedish woman I've ever seen. And it was a black and white movie. So there's no ambiguity as to what is white <laughs> and what is dark. Right. And I was like, do Swedish people acknowledge, even back in 1957, that Jesus wasn't like a white Anglo-Saxon <laughs> Protestant. Oh no, you're pushing it. Shit. Okay, you're pushing he said, it. He said her brown hands, and I went, "Well, you cast a white." Oh yeah, you're right. No, I totally hair. remember that. Yeah, yeah. no, he said you're like brown his wife up. Yeah, he's talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he says brown. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, I'm like, was that hey. a directorial writing choice? And they just cast, you know, Fuck ironically, or yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, I was so confused. But it yeah. was definitely white Jesus, and it was definitely white Mary. No yeah. ambiguity. But the language was mm-hmm. potentially... I, just to reiterate, I honestly hate how conventional the plot was for what the premise was. Mm-hmm. The first 15 minutes were such a peak for me, where I was like, this is going to be amazing. And it just slowly right. kept going down, down, and down. To the point where I just thought it was kind of an average movie. Yeah, I thought I thought it was decent. I wouldn't write home about it. I would probably forget I'd seen it if we weren't doing this exact discussion. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't terrible. It just, it could have been a lot, and it's clearly hyped. And mm, very hyped. Me. But now I'm interested about this Vatican list. We got to fucking. Watch I know. Movies. Yeah. Let's take the suggestion for next week off the Vatican list. We definitely could. There's uh there's not many like it's literally three six nine twelve it's fifteen movies in each category forty five boom but I don't know if I necessarily want to watch any of the religious movies after looking at them they're all like really old like Ben Hur and fucking what's the other one that we would know here uh the Passion of Joan of Arc. The 1928 movie, oh, the French like silent film. Ugh. Yeah, uh, so I don't know about, I don't know about the religion ones, but the rest of them look decent. The the and most recent movie on here is from 1988, so that kind of gives you a. That's that's something. Uh, it's like 19. I see 1927. So this yeah. week we are going to find a suggestion based off either this Vatican list or some do we have any submissions at all? No. So for, we have... Go ahead. So we, we've got Chloe uh, 
with one, two, three, four movie suggestions, uh, and some album suggestions, and then we had one person last week give an album suggestion. So I believe we could, if we only use those, have plenty. Um, but I'm feeling like, depending on, unless we get some like last second requests, that we probably just combine everything and do a rando list. Like ignore <clears throat> the Vatican one this week. Yeah, because that's a that's a new hot thing that I haven't really decided if I want to actually get into or not. But and to catch anybody listening up to speed. Uh, this would normally or in the future be our fan service or fan pick suggestion for our movies and album to review for the week and then we would continue and do John's pick Lane pick and my pick or whatever order so yeah so, so I'm down to just throw these on do y'all want to hear the albums or just random do it well don't we have <clears throat> our own like list of things that we put on there, but none of us have listened to. It was like we, or like one or like watched. I that that's it? what I did for the unseen things. Yeah, yeah right. sure. so that, that was included too. Unheard, heard. I don't know what you're meaning. Well, I thought we were yeah, going to include that too because it's still something that none of us have seen. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, oh, it okay. is. At least this week, I don't know for all suggestions. Like, it just depends on how many suggestions we get. I'd imagine. Yeah, it's just a. Uh... Pick whatever, really. But yeah. Um, so how many total do we have? So for movies unseen, we have 11 plus Chloe's suggestions. One, two, three, four. Uh, so a total of 15. Okay. Oh, shoot. That's fucking... Uh, and then for music, we've got 12 plus Chloe's 1, 2, 3, 4. So for the, uh, first, for, <clears throat> for the first, I got 9. Number 9. Please hold. Looks like uh, Citizen, Kane. Citizen, Citizen Kane. Kane. Wow. Yes, sir. Finally pulling that trigger. Which actually is on the Vatican list as well, so two birds with one stone. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Look at that. Uh, which one is that in? Is that an art? Art. Classic. I'm so afraid I'm going to hate the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, that's literally, I've been afraid of that since, I don't know, I've heard of the movie. It's just so hyped. Yeah. That it's I almost think it's definitely it's gonna, way too hyped. It's going to sure. be impossible for me to enjoy it. But I'll keep an open mind. I'll, you know, best movie ever. Alright, uh, and the movies, or the music rather, is uh, 1 through 15. 1 through 15. Okay. It is 2. 2 is ripe. Joy in the Wild Unknown. What? Oh, well, shit. I mean, I've heard that. I mean, I put that. That's one of my suggestions. Should... Oh. Oh, well, that's wow. an un that's an unheard, you idiot. Oh, All right, go I'm again. Mixed. Reroll. Well, then hold on, because all five of those. Oh my <laughs> oh, god! My How god. do you not know what the word unheard means? I just <laughs> well, but like unheard. Everything, we, we've everything. had confused. You know, everything, we, everything we, like reanimator. Haven't you heard that, Noah? Nope. Oh really? Shit. 
that I really am just. <laughs> nope, that's why I put it there. All right, so. Nice. Uh, okay. No, it, it's their newest album. Apparently, they released an album this year, so one my next album pick will probably be. So, what is it? Just one through ten now? Yes, sir. Okay. One. Uh, buddy. Uh, Jank Tape Volume 1. Oh, sweet. I like Buddy a lot. Yeah, me too. I'm hoping this is good. Cool. But I've not listened to it. Okay. Um, is that all? Is it time for so. the outro? Okay, that has been the fifth official episode of Bad Friends Worst Critics. <laughs> uh, our movies <clears throat> next week are, or our movie next week is Sizen Kane, and our album is going to be Jank Tape Volume 1 by Buddy. I like to think of these as like wine and cheese pairings, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just thinking <laughs> Citizen, Kane Citizen Kane and Buddy's and... Jank Tape Volume 1 and don't has got to be like, like, like fucking, I don't even know, like $6,000 wine. And like American cheese. <laughs> hey, craft American cheese. Not right, right, like a craft, like a craft okay. single. Like it's it, well, yeah, you know but not offering. It's yeah. good. Okay, and don't forget, okay. we also agreed that we were gonna watch Animaniacs. Yeah, I mean, I'm watching that whether you guys watched or not. We're talking about it next week. I'm down. All right, that's all right. It. I'm Noah Davis and Lane Woman and John Pina. We'll see you next. Actually, we'll see you next Friday, I think. Or yes, yeah. Question not, mark. Yes, next okay. Friday. Next Friday instead of next Thursday because Thanksgiving and all of that. We will see you next week. Peace. <laughs>